0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Guys. Welcome back to that girl with me Danielle Decker. I'm so thankful that you pushed play today. Thank you for joining me again this week I am excited for what I have for you today what God has for us uh, You know, I hope you guys know that every week when I come with a message It's for me too. usually whatever God gives to me is because it's something that I need also <laughs> so uh, I'm coming at this with um you know this being personal for me too. You know, uh last week we talked about the armor of God and I wasn't sure if I was going to continue on in that this week because there are uh some more verses that kind of go along with that whole passage and I wasn't sure if I was going to do it but I am. I am going to continue on. I hope that uh this past week if you were able to listen that you feel like you've been able to put on your armor this week that maybe it's made a difference. And if you listened and you still feel like You haven't been able to get that armor put on and get yourself prepared for the day every day. I just encourage you to keep trying because here's the thing. God always meets us right where we are. He's always giving us exactly what we need. And even when there's moments where uh, we're feeling maybe a little lost or far from God, we have to remember that God never moves. He never moves away from us. So this morning, I just encourage you that if you're feeling like God is far off from you, open your word get that armor on, start your day, take five minutes. You know, if you're reading your Bible, it doesn't have to be, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read for an hour, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to journal, and then I'm going to do this. You know what? If if you do all of those things, good. You should. I hope that you do. But you know what? God is always with you. He's your friend. He's your father. So even just spending time with him, just talking to him. That's what prayer is. You're just hanging out with somebody that loves you more than you'll ever imagine. So I just wanted to say that to, to get started. And uh, I would encourage you again this morning that if you're listening to this and you have the ability to grab your Bible, grab your Bible and read along with me. Uh, if you're listening and you're doing something else and you want to come back and listen and take some notes, I encourage you to do that. Um, but I always want you to look scripture up for yourself. Reading scripture for yourself is always different than someone reading it to you. And yes, you get the message. And yes, God is speaking to you. um, But when you read it for yourself, it's different. Something happens because it's, it's personal. God is talking and speaking directly to your heart when you read his word. So I encourage you to do that. So this morning... I'm just going to continue reading on. We started last week in Ephesians 6 and uh, we got to verse 15. And so today we're going to dig right into starting in verse 16 and we're going to go all the way through verse 20. And we're, it's really going to be similar to last week where I'm just going to take some scrip- scripture and we're going to break it down and really look a little bit deeper. Because so many times when we read God's word, we just take it at face value. And yes, that is good enough. God didn't make it confusing. God is not making his word to where we can't understand it. No, he wants you to understand it because he loves you and he wants you with him always. So if he wrote his word in some way that is so hard to understand, how helpful would that be? Not very helpful at all. But what we can do is take a little time to take the scriptures and break them down more because like, if you're like me, you've read these scriptures A million times, literally, you've read them, you know them, but it takes on a whole new meaning when we break them down and really look at these words because every word in the Bible is God breathed. There is nothing that is insignificant in the Bible, especially when you break things down and look at them a little bit deeper because you have to remember what we're reading in the original text was in Greek, which is not the English language. So things can really look different, and it always ends up being just really, really cool. And I am not perfected in Greek or breaking it down necessarily in that way, but. We're going to take some time and see what we can pull from these scriptures so we can see it even more uh, for what God has. So starting in verse 16, okay, we're talking about the armor of God, putting on your armor of God that we can stand against all the things that this world, that the evil, that the devil is throwing at us on a daily basis, okay? So that's the, the preface of where we're starting right now. And in verse 16, it says above all, what is all? All is all. Okay. So above everything that we talked about last week, above all, above all of that, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay. So above all taking the shield of faith well, we all know what a shield is. Okay. But I looked it up because I just, like I say, I want to, I want to, I want to know more. I want to dig deeper. I want to really get the full meaning of what God is talking about here. So when we think of a shield, obviously we, we know what a shield looks like. Okay. But what is so cool when I looked up how shields are used, it talks about how really anything could be used as a shield, as long as it's deflecting something that's coming at you. But what it did say is that a true shield always has some sort of grip and if we turn that and put it into this scripture we're taking the shield of faith meaning the our faith what is our faith our faith is our trust in God that everything that he says is true that we can stand on his promises that we can trust him that is our faith. Our faith in the finished work of Jesus, the faith of our salvation, knowing that He's true, knowing that He's good. Okay, so above all, remember these things and have a grip. On them. Don't let them go. Not only are you using your faith to deflect what is coming at you, to quench the fiery darts, but you're gripping it. You're holding tight to your faith that you might not ever let it go, that you might not forget where this all comes from. The whole reason that you can have this armor on starts with your faith because you trust in who God is, that you have a grip on that shield. You're not just Willy nilly out deflecting things and running all over the place and not really sure what to do. Know you're standing firm. You have a grip on your faith that your shield is, is your trust in God and you're holding tight to that. How cool is that? With which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Quench. Is is really just extinguishing? We're just putting them out. You're the, the, the evil one. He's he's coming at us with everything that he's got. He is he's a far off to me. When I think of fiery darts, okay. When you're when um someone's throwing darts or maybe even has like a bow and arrow, right? Okay, so they're they're sh- they're throwing darts. Well, you don't do that up close. You're far off when you throw darts. So to me, it's almost like God's telling me, he's not that close to you. He can't even get that close to you because of who I am in you, because of this amazing protection. He is far off. So remember your, your shield of faith, and you will quench those fiery darts. You will just extinguish those darts before they even get close to you. They cannot come near you. Amen. Verse 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. What I love here is, is it says, and take the helmet of salvation. If we look at the word take, it means that we actually have to take it. We actually have to pick it up and put it on the helmet of our salvation. So we, that, that's telling me that the salvation is there, but I have to pick it up. We have to remember, you guys, that Jesus paid the price once and for all for every single person on the face of the planet that ever was and ever will be. He paid the price. But it's up to us to take and receive that salvation. It's not like once we decide to be saved that it's like, oh, yep, Jesus died for you. No, no, no. He already did it. It's already done. But it's up to us to take it. We have to receive that salvation. We have to receive and take the helmet of salvation. That's the protection of our very soul, that we have been saved, remembering that the whole reason that we have faith, that we can put this armor on, that we can have the boldness, that we can quench these fiery darts, that we can come against the wiles of the devil, is because we have been saved. And when we cover our mind and our soul and our spirit in the remembrance of our salvation, how much more that means to us because we know who we are. We know that we've already been saved. We know that we're already righteous, that we have a right standing with God when we we know we have a right standing with God through our salvation because of what Jesus did, then we have a boldness about us. But we have to take that up. And not that you have to become saved every single day. No, no, no. Once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are saved once and for all. It's already done. It's finished. But it's a, It's not for for God to remember that you're saved. No, it's for you. You are putting on that helmet of salvation that you might not ever forget whose you are, that you've been born into the family of God now, that once you receive Jesus, you're saved once and for all, that you might not ever forget that you are in his family and that you carry the name of Jesus and the name of Jesus is above every name he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and because of who he is there is nothing that can come against you it cannot amen there's nothing that can come against you that we might take it take the helmet of salvation God has provided it so you take it grace takes what faith has provided Jesus provided the salvation. You have to take it. Remind yourself. Remind yourself of who you are, of your salvation. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God is what? That's his written word. But the word here actually is rhema, which means spoken word. So when we... Have the sword of the spirit. We are the ones that are uh, speaking out what God has given to us. When when we come into battle, we are using the word of God, but we are speaking it out. We are speaking to situations. We are using the word of God on our behalf to speak to our problems. We are speaking to these issues. We are speaking in the name of Jesus. A, a, a sword is actually making or repelling an attack we are repelling an attack with the word of God, the word that we speak, the word that we speak, utterances in which God through someone declares his mind. That's amazing. When we speak out what God has said, it becomes active. So it's the, the sword is the speaking out of God's word. And that Is in itself a winner, the victory, because of who he is, because of what he says. Verse 18 says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. What does supplication mean? Supplication actually means asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. We're making a request, imploring God's aid in some particular matter. Now we know, and I hope that you know, and I'm here to tell you that we never have to beg God for anything. What we need to remember is that God has already provided everything for you. So what you're really doing with supplication is you're making a request on your behalf, but you're lining up your request with God's word. What does God's word say? Those are the requests that I am making known to him. I'm going to line up my life and my words with what he says. So when we are praying, we are making our requests known. Father, in this particular matter, I need you in this way. And I'm reminding you of your promise that you've made to me. Being watchful to this end. Being watchful to this end. Watchful. Being in a wakeful frame of mind as opposed to listlessness. You guys, I know you've heard me say this a few times and I'll continue to say it and you'll always hear me say it, but I believe that Jesus is coming soon. I really do. And when you take a look at all the things that are happening in our world and our society, just things that... We don't even hear in our news. And I I encourage you to look outside of the United States and see what is happening in our world. Okay? But this, this is the time. This is, I feel like, what God is talking about. That when we put it into context to right now. Because when we read God's word, it's not just for oh, that happened a long time ago, so that doesn't pertain to me. No, no, no. It pertains to you every single day. And your situation in your life can change daily. How many of you know that? Amen, sister. Your life can be different from day to day, your situations, things you're going through. That is why God's word is living, because it is constantly with you for every season, for every day. It never changes. But when you read it in the way you see it, is good for where you're at right now. So to me, when I think of being watchful, I need to be in a wakeful frame of mind as opposed to listlessness. Okay, not just letting things pass by me because I know that the devil is working over time right now because he knows that his time is short. And especially when it comes to Christians, he is working over time and I need to be watchful. I cannot just let time pass me by or assume that everything is fine because it's not. And things, yes, in the position of my heart, things are great. It is well with me because I know that God is on my side. But I also have to be watchful. I have to be in a wakeful frame of mind to understand and see things for what they are, which is from the pit of hell because he's working overtime on me and you and the church because he knows that his time is short. So when I'm watchful for things, I am able to... Go against what he's throwing at me. And when it says watchful to this end with all perseverance, not giving up, even when it gets hard, even when I feel overwhelmed, even when I feel like everything is just crazy and I'm really not sure what to do, God's telling us persevere. Don't give up. Making your request known to me because anything that you ask in the name of Jesus shall be given to you because he paid the price. Don't give up. Continue on. I am with you. I am your strength. I'll never leave you. You are my beloved. You are worthy. I love you. Don't give up to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Who are the saints? Me and you, everyone who has received Jesus. So we should be praying and requesting on behalf of all the saints, because if we're all doing what God's called us to do, then we're all out here in battle. Then we're all out here seeing things for what they are. And we need to be praying for one another and believing that all of us can persevere, that all of us can go against the evil that is coming against us, that we can make a difference because of who God is that we can quench the fiery darts that we can go against the schemes of the devil but we need each other and God's saying pray for one another persevere stay close don't let things pass you by I need you but you've got this You've got the armor on. So when you've got your armor on and your brothers and sisters in Christ have their armor on, what an army you become. Come together. Pray for one another. Don't fall asleep. Be awake. See things for what they are and love one another. Pray for one another on my behalf. And verse 20, I'm sorry, verse 19 says, And for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So now that we have on everything that we need, we have to go out and make known the gospel and remember we talked about that what is gospel gospel is the good news what is the good news jesus loves you he died for you he paid the price for your sins that there's nothing that separates you from the father anymore that's the gospel that's the good news that now we are ambassadors for christ an ambassador we are a representative we speak on behalf of heaven that my utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly. Boldly is to use freedom in speaking, to speak freely or be free spoken. You guys, there is everything that is coming against us to try to shut Christians up, to try to keep us quiet. But this is the freedom that we have been given through Jesus Christ, a boldness that we would speak freely of the truth of the gospel, that we would speak freely the truth of the good news of Jesus Christ, that we would not walk around being afraid that, that something might come against us. We have to remember that when we put on our armor there is nothing that can come against us when everything tries to shut us up let us be reminded that we have a boldness that we can line our words up with him that our utterance our spoken word would be bold that we would be bold that we would be making known the mystery of the gospel the good news with a boldness and and not not haughty but in a humble way, that God loves you. He wants to be with you. A boldness knowing that who God is is greater than who I am, but because he is in me, I can do this thing. I love it. And verse 20 says, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak, and there's that word boldly, that we would speak freely as I ought to speak, that we would have a freedom in speaking, that we might not be afraid, that we would speak the truth. Remember, we are ambassadors. That means we're just representatives of heaven. We are here to show people the love of Christ, and we don't have to be afraid. The world is crazy right now and we're going to get off of that because I'm sure you guys are probably like, she keeps saying that, but I want you to be reminded because every single day there is so much that is coming after us. You turn on the news, you turn on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, talking to family, talking to friends, going to your job, it surrounds us, you guys, this bad news all the time it's a constant reminder that things are just not what they once were and so when all of that comes at us and it's constantly coming constantly coming we have to be able to shut that down we have to have a boldness about us that speaks the good news That there is something different about us. That when people would look at you and they would look at me, they would know there was something different. And that the only difference is Jesus. And the light that shines within us is him. And that we can have joy. We can have peace. And that we have the armor of Christ because God has so freely given it to us. But you have to pick it up and take it. He has provided it. But it's up to us to walk it out. And it's not hard. God's not expecting you to do something that he hasn't already given you the strength to do. And every day, Lord, use us. Show us. Guide us. Be with us. Give us strength. That is praying out what you want God to do for you. And it's lining up with his word. And he will do that for you. And it's not always going to be easy. But that's why God's saying, listen. You're going to be under attack, but look what I have for you. Do these things and I will be with you. And he doesn't need you to do anything so that way he will protect you. No, it's our own self. It's our own flesh that needs to be reminded. When we receive Jesus, our spirit is made new. But our flesh constantly needs to be reminded that we are not of this world any longer. That we have received the name of Jesus. And in that name, we have everything that we need. So it's us taking it all on because we have to remind our flesh of who we are. We are the beloved. We have strength. And this world needs all of us to speak boldly as we ought, making known the mystery of the good news of Jesus Christ. I really hope today that you are encouraged. And if you didn't get to listen last week, go back and listen last week. Get the full message of the armor of Christ. I hope that you can share this message with someone that might need to know that they have an armor ready and available for them. Share this message. Get in God's word. Let him speak to you. Take some time to speak to him today. He loves you. He's there for you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to know how much you are loved. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you here next time.